fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I'm going to say something here that has been said for thousands of years. And in America, currently, I am not going to go to jail or prison for it. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. I love that, to dishonor their own bodies. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever, amen. For this cause, God gave them up to unto vile affections for even their women did change their natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. Now, should you go to prison for that? Should you be charged with a crime against humanity for treat tweeting that. In Finland, I'm sure you've heard this story of a member of the Finnish parliament. She has now been tried using the law of crimes against humanity. She has been tried twice. She is now being tried a third time for tweeting that. Finnish member of parliament joins me in 60 seconds. So excited to have her on. What a brave, brave woman. The Berna Launcher. One of the biggest perks of my job is I get to try out a lot of products that I talk to you about. And I turn down more advertising than I accept by far. Uh, and about, I don't know, six or ten weeks ago, uh, a guy came into my office. He was from Berna. Great, great guy. And he said, listen... I know you're a gun guy. I'm a gun guy, too. And he said, uh, how do you feel about less lethal, lethal defense? And I said, well, I think pepper spray is ridiculous, but I mean, it's better than nothing. He said, um, let me show you something. And it was the Berna launcher. It is incredible. He was in my office. I bought the launchers from him at that time, one for every member of my family. I didn't care if he was an advertiser or not. I was going to come on the air and tell you about it because I think it is unbelievably great, especially uh, for my wife. My wife carries a gun, but, you know, I, she's always at night. She'll stop and get gas and I'll say, don't stop and get gas. And she will. And she's been approached several times and, you know, everything's been fine. But she freaks out a little bit and I freak out because things in the world are unstable right now. The last thing I want her to have to decide to do is pull a gun on someone uh, or not pull the gun because she's afraid maybe she's misread the situation. She can pull her Berna launcher, which looks just like a gun. She can pull that thing out and it has kinetic rounds in it, kinetic uh, deterrence, 60 foot range, one shot, especially of the tear gas bullet or whatever they call them will incapacitate an attacker attacker for up to 40 minutes and you haven't hurt anybody it's perfectly legal anyone over 18 can carry it uh, you don't need a permit or anything 
It's Berna. Go to B-Y-R-N-A, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Get 10% off your purchase right now. Berna.com slash Glenn. Do it now. So I want to welcome back to the program our old friend, uh, Kristen Wagoner. She is Alliance Defending Freedom's CEO and president uh, and also general counsel. And Dr. Pavi Ra... Sonnen. Do I ha- did I say that right? Pavi Ra? Yes. Yes. Rasanen. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, welcome to the program. I- I've been watching your case, and it's an honor to have you on the program. I think you are so brave. Um, believe it or not, I can't believe I'm saying this, for quoting the Bible. Um, can, you- can you tell us how this, this whole thing started? Yes, so I'm thank sorry. you for having me. It, 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 it is so happy to be. I, I'm happy to be here. Uh, yes, this started uh, over four years ago, when I was uh, shocked when I heard that uh, the Finnish Evangelical Lutheran Church, which is the main church of Finland, uh, <clears throat> its leadership decided. Uh, officially to support and also financially to support the Helsinki Pride event. Okay. And so hang on I, just a second. You I, are a you are a proud member of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Finland. Yes, I am. And in yes. 2019 yes, they decided to have a Pride 2019 event and as a member of the congregation you tweeted about it, right? Yes, I tweeted about it, and I, I, I made a question to the leadership of, of my church that how does uh, this fit to the foundation of the church and, and these Bible verses that you just read? <laughs> and right. after that, uh, then it was a surprise to me that police started to investigate the case when some citizen had made made a criminal complaint about this. And after that, there became more criminal complaints about an old pamphlet that I had written already 2004. And then there was also a radio show. And... Okay, hang on just a second. Hang on. Just the name of... I want to find this here, because the name of that pamphlet is so... Uh, gentle, it uh, kills me. I can't find it. What was the name of the pamphlet? Uh, male and female, he created. Yeah. Ma- male and female, he created. Colon. What's the rest of it? Uh, homosexual relationships challenge. Uh, <laughs> I love this. Homosexual relationships challenge Christianity. Challenge. Yes. <laughs> I yes. mean, you couldn't yes. be more <clears throat> academic about it. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, it, in, in fact, what I, I speak there in, in that pamphlet, what I write, it is about, uh, I would say, classical Christianity, what churches Correct. have taught for hundreds of years, that uh, the marriage is between man and woman, one man and one woman, and that also the sexual relationship belongs to that uh, that relationship. And I also uh, spoke about uh, that uh, 
the other relationships are against God's will. So very simple and classical Christian beliefs. And I also belonged, for example, that all human beings are valuable, all are created as the image of God. Correct. So now you were charged. So there was no hate speech. No right. hate speech. <laughs> right. I know. You were challenging your church. What do we believe? Um, if you're, uh, you were charged with agitation against a minority group, which comes under the section of the criminal code titled War Crimes and Crimes Against Humanity. I, 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 yes. I just, I, this is amazing to me. I, I wanted to get uh, Kristen in for this. I mean, that that sounds really bad to be charged with that. <laughs> really bad. Yes, it does sound, yes, it yes, does sound really in, bad. In, on, in Finland, we have, we have the law about agitation against minorities. Uh, it right. is, uh, quite similar laws are in, in other European countries. And uh, yes, okay. this is so, under cr- the section. So, Christian, what does it mean? Uh, what 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 penalties is that? What does this mean? Well, it can carry a potential penalty of two years in prison. Thankfully, the prosecution hasn't asked for time in prison, but they were demanding very high fines. Um, and again, convicting her of the the hate crimes of initially charging her with three hate crimes. What I would also bring out, Glenn, that um, that Pivey didn't state is the timing of these statements. Um, so. You know, in terms of, of the timing of the different statements, the the pamphlet was written in 2004, um, many, many years before this all began, and actually even before this particular law was put in place. Um, and then the, you know, in terms of the, the other radio program, that was 2019. So really what happened was the tweet went out, a Finnish prosecutor decided to launch with the police a full-bore investigation into every public statement that Pivey had made during the course of a nearly 30-year political career. This Pivey is so well-known in Finland as serving her country in a variety of areas. Again, serving as a part of parliament for 30 years. She's a doctor um, and she's a pastor's wife. So it it would be only appropriate that she would speak out on this issue. And... Whether you agree with her or not, she has the right to be able to express her beliefs. So, so Pivey, what has happened to your reputation? Have you faced a new election since all of this has been going on? And what's happening? Yes, in fact, uh, last uh, April, we had uh, two parliamentary elections in, in Finland. And I'm happy that I was re-elected. And I got even more votes than so, than four years ago. So, it, it I, I'm I'm so happy that people trust on me. Still. So so let me let me ask you again. Back to uh, Kristen. This is a again the elites, the government, going against obviously what people are feeling uh, um, that are voting for her. She doesn't have any hate. Now, this is the third time she's been charged, or is this just, are they just kicking it up finally to the Supreme Court? Is this like an American system, or does she have to be recharged each time? 
There are some similarities to the American system, but then some things that are very different that make this even worse than what someone would experience here in the U.S. She was charged with three crimes, three hate crimes, and that went to the trial court level like we would have here. She was fully exonerated. There was a finding of not guilty in the trial court level, and we were privileged to support that legal defense. But unlike the U.S. system, when you are found not guilty in Finland of a crime, the prosecutor can choose to appeal that to the next level. And so, again, with just a vicious prosecution um, designed to have, I think, a chilling effect to send a message to Finnish citizens, if we can get Pivey, we can get any one of you, then they appealed it. And we won again in a unanimous decision with multiple judges uh, Pivey was found not guilty. And now the prosecution has again asked the Finnish Supreme Court to hear the case one more time. And that would be the equivalent of asking our U.S. Supreme Court to hear a case. So, A, if she wins again, that's no guarantee they'll stop. I mean, you know, in here in the United States, we're seeing it. Show me the person, I'll show you the crime, and they're going to take you out if they want to take you out, or they're going to try. With the Supreme Court, because they don't have the First Amendment, which we have, and really nobody's listening to it right now, but at least we have it. They don't have First Amendment right. So how is she winning? Why is she winning? Well, the freedom of expression and speech is a fundamental right that is guaranteed by every major human rights treaty. And there are also guarantees in Finnish law to free expression. And I think it's important for Americans to understand there are not any magic words in our First Amendment. Many Western democracies have language in their constitutions and in international treaties to protect these rights because we know they're fundamental rights. They're not American rights. They're pre-political. And so... She does have protections under the law, and that's what the lower courts have recognized in the past. If she wins at the Finnish Supreme Court, it will set the precedent for all of Finland and protect others and send a message to the world. If she loses, it will be a very ominous um, decision, not only just for Finland, but for all Western democracies. Because when we lose free speech, we blur the line between democracy and dictatorship. So... Pavi, when, um, when, uh, you know, I don't know anything really about Finland. It, the only thing I can say in Finnish is keksi, which I think is cookie, right? <laughs> uh, but, uh, of course, I would loan that one. Uh, but uh, I understand that Finland is not a real deeply religious uh, country. Um, what do the non-religious people feel about all of this? Uh, I, I think that in Finland, we the, the general atmosphere towards this case is quite divided. Um, the LGBT advocates are quite active in 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 Finnish society sure. and also in our main main church, and uh, they have hoped that this process would continue and and it it would end to my my uh, conviction. But uh, of course, I have also a lot of supporters uh, in 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 Finland, and also those people uh, who 
who uh, are not uh, Christians or, or yes. are other faiths, uh, mm-hmm. they, many of them have have supported me, yeah. even though that they dis- disagree with me, but they support the freedom Free of speech. speech. Yes, free speech and freedom of faith. So I, I, I think that uh, my calling and my privilege has been to defend and to fight for these important freedoms in our society, right. and also to testify about the biblical teachings and testify about Jesus in in the same time. You, you are, you're amazing. I mean, heroes are are being created every day all around the world because in you know in other times we didn't have to stand up for anything it was just accepted now you actually have to risk something for your faith or your point of view and i have so much admiration for you i have one more question but i have to take a break for commercial so back in 60 seconds uh let me tell you about american giant in the 1960s 95 percent of the clothing americans bought made right here in the u.s now 97 percent of it is made overseas whether it's medicine, our cars, our clothing, we don't make anything anymore. We became the financial capital of the world. Well, a lot of good that's done because we've screwed that one up. Look, here's the thing. Um, There's this company called American Giant. I founded about four years ago. I so believe in their founder and his mission, and that is to bring manufacturing back to America. Just five, ten percent of our manufacturing so we can make things. He's made a big, big difference. In North Carolina, there was a factory shutting down. He took it over. He bought, you know, the um, the uh, sweatshirts that we used to have or our dads had back in the 50s and 60s. They were the best. Well, we sold those machines a year years ago to uh, Japan. He went, he found the machines, brought them back, trained this whole facility on those machines, and they make the best sweatpants and sweatshirts you've ever, ever worn. Buy American now at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. 10 seconds, station ID. Pavi, I, I have to tell you, I I, I want to print up, uh, I want to print up, you know, T-shirts with uh, Romans, just saying Romans one twenty five through twenty seven, uh, <laughs> just because we can. Um, but if I do that, I'd like to raise money for you. Are you? How are your legal fees, Christian? How how is this working for her? How is she paying for all of this? Well, Alliance Defending so- Freedom International is able to. Uh, provide our services pro bono, and we have a Finnish attorney that has also joined this battle who's an allied attorney um, as well. And and Pipey might want to answer that more fully, but um, all of our services are funded by those who want to just give to the ministry and support people like Pipey. Pipey? How you holding up? Yes, I'm... I'm uh, I'm very thankful for ADF. It, the support of ADF uh, has been very valuable, and and also the expertise that they have. Uh, it, it has been it ha- it has been very important for for me during this case. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I so appreciate it, Kristen. I, um, I I urge everybody in in the my listening audience. This is some this is a a cause you can get behind that will make a difference because it's making a difference all around the world. 
ADF makes, I mean, they're involved in so much, and it's all about freedom of speech and religion. ADFlegal.org. ADFlegal.org. Please donate if if you have anything extra. Even see if you can make it monthly. And uh, Kristen, if you if you want, you print up the T-shirt. I can get them at a great discount. I'll even print them up, and then you just you can sell them, and I'll drive people to your site uh, so they can sell it. I I I mean I can't believe somebody is being charged with a crime under crimes against humanity for quoting the Bible. We really need to appreciate how free we are here thank you both god bless anything i could do please let us know and i please as an audience member i i think this is so critical please go to adflegal.org right now and make a donation adflegal.org this has to be stopped one country at a time adflegal.org Living with pain is so difficult, so terrible, that sometimes we often love nothing better than hearing about somebody getting out of it. That's why I want to tell you about Wayne from Kansas and his Relief Factor story. Wayne spent a big part of his younger years playing sports, and as it often happens, it caught up with him eventually. Lower back and foot pain pretty much dominated his life until he decided to give Relief Factor a try. And within just a few days, his back pain was gone. A few days after that, goodbye to foot pain as well. Wayne says he's proof positive that Relief Factor works. Wayne, I'm proof positive too. When I started taking Relief Factor to help my own pain, I got my life back. Try Relief Factor. If you're living with daily aches and pains, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, can help you feel and live a better everyday life. To get started, try the Relief Factor three-week quick start. It's $19.95. Comes with a feel-better or your money-back guarantee. Visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800, the number 4, RELIEF. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. There's a couple of things that uh, you should be aware of. First of all, there's a little problem with EVs. Uh, just a little one. Just a little one. Um, <clears throat> here's a here's a a reporter in Chicago from Fox 32 uh, doing a report on uh, a little problem with EVs that they're finding in Chicago. Cut two, please. Electric cars may be the way of the future, but it's clear there are some problems when it comes to charging them in Chicago's deep freeze. Oh, we got a bunch of dead robots out here. Dead robots. <laughs> <laughs> dead Teslas packed the parking lot at this Tesla supercharging station in Oak Brook, a scene mirrored at other supercharging stations around the Chicago area. Man, this is crazy. It's, it's, it's a disaster. Seriously. With temperatures falling into the negative double digits, these charging ports have stopped charging, leaving many Tesla owners stranded here in long lines since Sunday. Nothing, no juice, it's still on zero percent, and this is like three hours this morning being out here, after being out here eight hours yesterday. Has it been charging? No, not at all. It just isn't working? At all. It's just frozen, and so I'm now getting it towed to the um, Tesla service center because that's my only option at this point. (laughs) So apparently, 
uh, it doesn't work. Now, the White House wants everybody to know this. Cut one. On electric vehicles, um, there's been, with the extreme weather, there's been some difficulty in getting those battery charged. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? As you know, the, the administration has been really pushing for EVs to be the future of car transportation. Do you have any thoughts on the, the troubles with charging those batteries? Well, as a car owner, I can promise you that whether you have a gas-powered vehicle, a hybrid-powered vehicle, and a fully electric vehicle, extreme weather temperatures impact the the functioning of your car, right? So uh, that is not unique to electric vehicles. Oh, okay. So it's not unique to electric vehicles. I, I know I couldn't fill up my gas tank just the other day because it was so cold uh, and my car wouldn't work. So, oh, no. No, I... As a matter of fact, I could pump gas into my car, and uh, my car worked fine. Uh, you know, the cold start thing happens, uh, you know, sure, with diesel, but that's why you have glow plugs. Uh, and you know who found this out is uh, Minnesota. Minnesota bought a whole bunch of these electric buses because, you know, I just love school buses. The yellow school bus. <laughs> who doesn't love those? So they bought a lot of these that uh, Kamala Harris was pushing, and uh, uh, they haven't been working this winter. Uh, mm. Can't get them to work. So All sorts of stories like this, Glenn. I actually heard someone on the front where you mentioned the. Uh, this is not unique to electric vehicles. I heard someone trying to justify that, this, and they said, you know, in the in the early days of of car of cars, you had to you know get an engine block warmer, uh-huh. and uh, you know there's no fuel injection, so yeah, it's like really yeah. Well, we're not in the early days of cars. Yeah, I think this we is not the early that in days. the 1970s. Yeah, a long yeah. long time ago. Yeah, like 50 yeah. years ago, it was solved. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a story in the New York Times, and it, to to the credit of the mainstream media, they actually are covering this now. They're making their excuses for it, but. You know, people, it's not only just the chargers aren't working when you get to the charger, but then if you get to the charger, there's likely a long line at the charger because no one else's car is working properly. What they've seen is people with, you know, the, the, these cars all say like, okay, you 30 miles left and you need to get, you know, I have that feature in my car too, which is a gas powered car. It gives you an estimate mm-hmm. about what, about that, what that is. And it's always pretty darn close. If anything, it seems to be that they estimate that you have more range than you or you have a less range than you do so that you don't you know screw up and not get to the gas station electric vehicles they're saying people they have quotes in the times of people who are saying well i had 30 it said i had 30 miles of range and then five minutes later i was out of battery so like it's mm. not it can't even tell how much well, it has you know, people are losing listen, a third of their charge overnight is, they go it's fully charged they go to bed they wake up they have two-thirds of a charge listen to this spin from a misinformation doctor okay mm-hmm. when we all know the truth everybody likes to go to vegas these electric cars just bring vegas to you you never know i could win today i could lose yeah it's the excitement of vegas in your car and and like in vegas when you lose you lose your five dollar slot pull uh in mm-hmm. in these you just are out in freezing cold temperatures with no way to really solve the problem yeah, there is what could nothing go wrong? nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that you know we lose a few people along the way we reduce the surplus population <laughs> we all know that um i am uh, i did an amazing interview with tony robbins uh recently uh and tony tony and i become friends i guess you could say i mean i don't i don't know these you know what these celebrities are like um 
and uh, he's just changed my family's life. Um, my wife had been dealing with her uh, with her brother, who she was closest to, I think, in the family, uh, committing suicide, and it just threw her for a loop. Um, my job has actually changed her a great deal as well. You know, not in the positive way. She is, she's become very uh, suspicious of people and everything else, and changed in ways that I don't like because she's she's just so sweet and kind. Um, and uh, and then I've had a struggle with a couple of my kids and suicide attempts, and one of those was my son and. Uh, I was at the end of my rope, and I know Tony Robbins, so I called him and I said, Tony, I'm in trouble, and I don't know what to do. And he said, send him, send him to me. Send him to one of my things. He said, uh, we have a very good record on depression. He said, in fact, I think it was Harvard just did a study, uh, and the, the, the results of Tony Robbins' programs on, uh, on depression – are unheard of, unheard of. They're not even close to therapy. They're not close to uh, medicinal therapy. It's just a whole different world. And uh, so I did, and I, I sent him there, and um, my wife and I went with him, and we walked over hot coals. So he's talking about the hot coal thing. And why it's important. A lot of people think, oh, this is a, you know, this is a gimmick or this is, you know, those they're not really hot. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, 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 they are. Um, but he does it for a specific reason. And, you know, when you see people at Tony Robbins and they're like, yeah, and cheering and jumping up and down. I did. I thought it was weird. But Tony explains he's changing your state. Um, and because it's just like when you read something and you speak it out loud, you have a better chance of remembering it when you're writing and speaking out loud. You're using two of your senses. It's kind of like that. But here he is on biochemistry and firewalking from this week's podcast. They sent people into 13 different countries, measured people in real time, and it looks like music. I go into these states biochemically and the audience follows me and they get to this state. That's how we like have people do the firewalk or the wood breaking. They get to the state where they can push the fear aside and they can push through because they have strong testosterone and low cortisol. So that biochemistry is why it's retained. If I asked you where you were on 9-11, almost every person even from yeah. other countries tells you where they were, what they saw, the moment they saw it. If I asked you where you were on 8-11, <laughs> because information without emotion is barely retained. Information with a lot of emotion is massively retained. So I create states, your son is an example of that, where people are in these peak states of mind biochemically, and that's why they retain it and produce the result. I will tell you that I think that the, I was so impressed by the way, I mean, you use every sense, every sense that's the goal. to put people in the in state. Yeah. And um, it's Any not- movement, sound, music. Right, everything. Engagement. And you, uh, you know, oh, he's a guru. No, no, he's not. You're not. You're not doing any of that. That's right. And you say it on stage. First of all, I'm not your guru, but you also say, "Look, if this is what we're doing to your body, and you're, well, you're showing, it, I'm just showing right, 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 yeah. but you're showing right. how it how it all works, and it's um, 
And by the way, your son, like, he could have just watched that, but he participated fully. He got himself in those states. He starts to realize who he really is. No. And he's still going to, he's still got yeah. a lot of learning and stuff to go in his life, but he has a totally different foundation to look at life through because yeah. his biochemistry has changed. And it wasn't with drugs. Right. And Tanya and I, were, I mean, she said, we're not going to walk on fire. We're not, I'm not going to walk on fire. I'm not going to walk on fire. <laughs> and I told her before we went, I said, you know, those people that wear the cheese block hats, yeah, you yeah, know, the Green yeah. Bay Packers. I said, if you're going to Tony Robbins, you have to just put yourself in that <laughs> mindset. I'm just going to wear a big cheese block hat and I'm going for it. I don't care. And, uh, but as you know, we don't push anybody to do it. And people all right. say, I'm not going to do it. And then they get in the environment and yeah. they're in a different state. Yeah. And of course, and they, they and it's do. not about the fire walk. It's about the, whatever stops you in life. That's the fire. The, yeah, right. It's like this thing that normally stops you is fear, and you learn how to snap out of it and do it anyway. Uh, you know, I used to use skydiving in the beginning, but it got hard to get 10,000 people in the middle of the sky over New York City in the middle of the night, you know? So I had to find other metaphors. Right, right. And when people are at home, I can't, I'm all starting fires around right. the world in, you know, 400 right. countries. So we we do wood breaking. We show them something normally mm -hmm. karate would take a year to learn, and they do it in a few minutes. But we use it as a metaphor of breaking through what's stopping. Correct. And then it becomes more physical instead of just intellectual. Yeah, it wasn't. What was so great is she did it for a different reason. I did it for a different reason. Yeah. And it was, what's your worst fear that's going to stop you? Yeah. And uh, and hot coals. Uh, you know, it's not my worst fear, but that stops you. Uh, and once you walk across them, it just changes. Yeah, because your brain goes, if I can get myself through this thing right. that, I, that I once thought was impossible or at least difficult, Correct. what else do I think is impossible or difficult that I can also yeah. crush with just a few changes in strategy? Yeah. That's the value of it. That's why I use it as a metaphor. But as you know, that happens the first night of the four-day program. And people think that's going to be the peak. And, you know, no, day opens. three, day four, it's no. a whole different level than they ever yeah. dreamed of. You know, it's fun to do. It's, uh, it's a remarkable thing. I'm sorry, I just lost my... Uh my earphones, so I didn't hear the last bit of that interview. But it is a, it's an, an incredible interview uh, to listen. It, it was two hours. It's the longest interview I've ever done uh, with anyone um, because he just gets on a roll. And he talks about finances. He talks about the economy. Uh, he talks about something. He's, he's sharing. He's written a new book, and he's sharing some things that he's been involved in financially that he's like, this is wrong. How come... This is how the rich get richer, because I have access to something and I know something that nobody else does uh, and they can't participate because they can't participate at these levels. And so he has found a way uh, for you to participate uh, in in something. And he's not you know, he's it's it's not he's not making money off of it. Um, but I, uh, it, it is so well worth your time. Again, it's two hours with Tony Robbins, but two hours that. You know, usually would cost an awful lot of money. He is now a billionaire. He's involved in over a hundred com uh, companies. He's uh, he's counseled four different presidents. He talks about what Bill Clinton called him and said, "I got a problem." <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, maybe you should probably should have called me earlier." Um, but uh, he's counseled presidents, CEOs, um, some of the biggest people. Nelson Mandela. We talk about that, um, and he found that they. We all have the same basic problems. Uh, Tony Robbins, available now for Blaze TV subscribers. Uh, and it comes out tomorrow wherever you get your podcast. Look for Glenn Beck Podcast. I don't remember the number, but it's Tony Robbins. Comes out tomorrow. The Glenn Beck Program.
Glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox. Sign up at glennbeck.com. Here's a New Year's resolution you could actually keep if you have three minutes in the morning to keep your face wrinkle-free. Introducing Gen 90, the new instant wrinkle treatment from GenuCell. Gen 90 instantly reduces the appearance of wrinkles anywhere you use it, around the eyes, the forehead, the crow's feet, laugh lines, even the chin, and it starts working in seconds. Gen 90 technology is luxurious, nourishing, and silk smooth, and best of all, it starts working in seconds. Yes, you'll feel the tingle, every time. There's a reason why GenuCell has 400% more customer loyalty than other skincare brands. Gen 90 is on sale now at GenuCell.com and it's of course included in the bestseller packages. Before you go overseas to get harsh procedures for thousands of dollars, try Gen 90 first. Make your fine lines and wrinkles disappear wherever they are and before you even leave the room or your money back. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. GenuCell.com slash Beck. Free shipping on all orders now. GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. Welcome, welcome back to the program. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. Uh, Glenn is in Miami uh, right now, and uh, he's... Uh, he, Sorry. That's good. Uh, my, just, my headphones keep unplugging because I'm so fat, I think. Anyway, yeah. um, I want to thank the people at 610 WIOD in uh, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. They have been so gracious. And the program director, who is the first, and she doesn't want me to say this because she so regrets it. She was the first person to actually believe in this show uh, from the outside. You know, um, she recognized uh, the potential in the show which we've never lived up to but uh and said uh, i want to hire you and she's the person that hired us she was affiliate number one at wpht in philadelphia uh and uh it was so great to see her at the, uh, greet us at the door today program director grace blazer at wiod so thank you grace for all of the support from the very beginning uh, she even said she misses you Stu. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, that's, she's got the he's priorities a, correct, of course. Said he's turned into a monster. <laughs> Just a monster. That's me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been a long long and interesting road. I mean, you think about back when, around that time, was when we were dealing with the George W. Bush Al Gore election. I mean, it was... <laughs> Can you imagine what we did as a comedy bit back then? We made a giant waffle head, uh, a, a, a float... That looked like, because he was waffling on everything, we made it look like John Kerry in his head was a giant waffle. And it spoke. And it said... It said uh, things that we don't remember, Glenn. We don't remember the exact details of what it said at this time. Yeah, Yeah, but But it was funny. It was comedy Mm -hmm. at the time. Now, (laughs) oh my gosh, now it it would be crimes against humanity. Speak your mind. Say the things you believe... There are many things that I believe that I shall never say, but I shall never say the things that I do not believe. Say them while you can. The Glenn Beck Program.